Hi everyone, it's Bankole here. During this episode, you're going to hear us talk about our upcoming newsletter. So please sign up. The link will be in the description to this episode. Uh, mainly, I'm just here to let you know that once you sign up, there'll be a confirmation email that should obviously hopefully come to your inbox, but it might be in your spam. So please check your spam as well. And yeah, uh, please enjoy this episode. Before we start, can I ask you guys a question? No, if you must. That's so weird. It's my podcast. Um, oh, holy shit. Sorry, Drake. <laughs> I forgot this was the OVO sweatshop. Damn. Damn. Holy shit. <laughs> no, so, okay, this is it's a bit random, but it's TV related. I was like, oh, you guys will probably be guys I would know about it because you're TV historians. So, I randomly watched White Collar. Okay. Like, random episodes of season one of White Collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out why did White Collar never hit like Suits did? Like, is it just that Suits is just like lawyers, I guess, sexier than law enforcement it was like because i always because hey, i always thought white collar was not the better show but just as good mm-hmm. but it never seemed to have that like love that suits did and i thought maybe you guys might have some thoughts on that Yo, before we start the episode now white collar was kind of zany in a sense it was very um uh it was procedural right yeah, it was propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but we didn't know what propaganda was then. Was, yeah, but like a lot of people write up like procedural shows just yeah, from just the jump. Was yeah. it? What, but Suits is a procedural. Yeah, yeah but it's a law drama. It's not like a yeah. cop drama. Like people people usually write them off. Also, what, Suits also, like 10 episodes Also, season. Suits had like... No, no, no. No, no, no. no this no. part was like no. 13. Yeah, still. 16. Like, White Collar was like 25 or some shit like that. No, no, no. White Collar was... It's was the same as really? USA. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My bad. Uh, but also, Suits just had more fine people. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Just fair. Like, that's just fair. it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I'm kind of used because I was like... Harvey was compelling. Mike was kind of compelling. Rachel was pretty. Damn. Um, Harvey's assistant, the redhead, I forget her name. She was compelling. Donna? Too. Donna was compelling. Yeah. So... Pearson was compelling. Basically, all the characters were compelling until you got to Rachel, who was just pretty. She was not initially. She was as compelling <laughs> as Mike. Yeah, Mike was... Mike wasn't particularly compelling because, like, Mike was someone that should have had the personality of Harvey but didn't because he didn't really believe in himself like that. I think initially, initially, I'd agree, but Mike and Rachel. Yeah. They grew into themselves, their character. And it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just like how, I guess, I guess it was just Mad Bomber pulling white color. In terms of being pretty, yeah. Yeah. In terms of being pretty, yeah. And slick. Well, Tiffany Thiessen, um, Burke's wife, yeah. That I was what I was like thinking a, about. A, a session where we just like praise white collar, not 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 put it down. No, but not bag on the ugly suit. characters in white collar. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, anyway, okay. Let's start, guys. TMT has a soundboard today, so it should be fun. TMT, do you want to give me an? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready to start the episode? Ready when you are. Do you want a soundtrack or do you want to just do your thing? Give me a soundtrack. It's better than what, what we have. All right, let's go. Go. Hmm. Is it better than what we have? Um, I can play you something from my computer if that would help. That's fine. Let's just. Guy is tired, man. From the vault of TNT. <laughs> Let's start the episode. Oh my god. Okay. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm Bankolib Mokwede and today we start our wrap-up of all of last year's TV with our top five episodes of 2023. 
and joining me to break it all down. They return after months apart. They are definitely in my top five friends of 2023. Aww. It's AO and TMT. How are you guys doing? That was really cute. I didn't expect it you was, to say that last part. You've, you've caught me off guard. Caught me off guard. Yeah, that was nice. TMT? I have words. Hold on. Just don't rush me. Um, I think that it's been a crazy year and things have happened, especially in film and TV. Um, oh, bless America. Well, okay, sure, okay. Um, let's 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 start let's start as we as we choose to as we want to go on. Okay, quickly, guys, quick admin. Uh, we just wrapped up our four mankind season four coverage with the finale last week. So please check that out if you want the show. Um, Chinasa is gonna return to the podcast for like the first time since maybe our episode three or something. Um, so she'll be back on the post. I think exactly three years since she was last year to talk about one of the best shows of last year the bear which is probably at this point the best show on tv right now yeah um and it showed i i'm pretty sure will be heavily represented on today's episode then a couple of weeks amtmt will return to discuss my top 10 tv shows of the year as we conclude our wrap-up of 23 let's go as always please 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 rate and review um i'm planning on starting a monthly newsletter in the coming months. So please, for now, you can sign up by our website. The link will be in the description of whatever platform you're listening on. Yeah, okay. You guys ready to get into this? Am I? <laughs> what did what did Doja Cat say? What did she say? Get into it, yeah. She did say that. That's true. She did. Mm-hmm. Well, that was good on her for saying that. Um, I like this idea because I don't think we've not done this before. I didn't want to just do normal, like, recommendations what is the idea banky i don't think the listeners know what the idea is i think they've read the title but the idea is that we are giving our five best episodes of the year again it's probably as you're going to see over the next few weeks there's going to be a lot of debate between best and favorites at least internally um this might not be the best episodes of the year but it's definitely our favorite and we're just trying to find that middle ground um i should give a big big spoiler warning um, we're talking about episodes of TV, so they'll most likely be spoilers. We'll try our best to avoid, like, I guess, huge spoilers, but yeah, they'll almost likely be spoilers. So if we're talking about a show, you can obviously just skip ahead a few minutes if you want to avoid spoilers. I'm not going to lie, mine mine will be the best, not just my favorite, but they will also be the best. No, you said, no, that's not true. I think it is. I think it is. No, without respect to all the shows that we're going to talk about, if we're doing the 15 best episodes of TV... They are probably coming from like three or four shows yeah. in total. Yeah, mine will be there. But we, yeah, but we are not like, for, okay, spoiler alert, no one here has the same show twice on their list. Fair. So, but anyway, a little surprise for you guys. Obviously, you guys have criticized me a lot and <laughs> rightly so. So I'm, I'm going to have no succession episode on this on my list. Oh, wow. Um, mm, mm. Oh, oh, are you sad? I'm sorry. You can have succession if you want. No, no, no. Uh, he looks broken. No, po- <laughs> I don't a portrait of a broken man. Holy shit. No, the whole point is to obviously highlight more shows and different shows, different shows that we like and love. So I'm talking about succession. Fair. Like 11 hours on this podcast, at least. Like I was going to say, it's probably more than that. Mm. It's probably more <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah, you probably that. talked so, about succession more. Anyways. So yeah, it's fine. Um, I have my bottle of wine today, so if Banky mentions Succession, I'm gonna take a swig. Wait, no, 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 no. I, how would I not mention Succession? Like, obviously, I'm gonna. I just how do I have an episode on? Uh, okay, 
We'll see. Um, so we'll go. I'll start and then AO and then TMT and sneak order and TMT AO myself. Sure. That sound good? So yes. I'm going to do two in a row. That's what you're saying. You will. Exactly what I'm saying. Anyone have any final thing they want to say before we start? I mean, I was going to ask what everybody's top artist was this year based on their wrapped, but we can do that at the end. And I, this is why, such a good episode. Why did I don't you say like that? that you, I, yeah, I just like, I don't have to like the fact that you have access to this. That was crazy oh. to me. Okay. Anyway, Tim, are you ready to, are you ready to begin? Can, can I start? Hey, listen, I'm just here to support you. Don't, don't, don't be weird. I got you. Just like, do your thing. That, that was... Just fucking was jump really into supportive. it. Just fucking jump yeah. into it, bro. Oh, don't, wow. don't, think, okay. don't think about this. Jump don't into think. it. Don't think. Just go. But now I'm, now I'm all self-conscious and scared. Trust me. I trust I'm worried you. about my body. I feel like... Just it's okay. It happens it. to a lot of men. It's fine. Just don't think <laughs> well, about it. Never it never happens to me. Like, it actually never happens to me. This, is never, this never happens. But it's happening right now, so... Yeah, but I think it's just like I had some wine. Oh my god! And I'm just, I'm just really anxious at work. Wait, did we do something wrong? I no, 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 no. It's, it's not, it's not you. It's definitely not you. Okay, like oh. trust me, it's not you. It's just I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. I think maybe. Okay, just, let's just talk through it. Let's let's talk. Let's talk. Do you want it. some cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Always yes. <laughs> okay, Banky starts. I think I think we're okay. I think I got I got most of it up. You can start. Okay, my first. <laughs> my first um episode is from the final season of barry season four episode three you're charming i'm gonna talk about that because i know neither of you watch but and barry um <laughs> you're gonna say bobby yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean bobby's always on my mind i think barry was constantly one of the best shows on tv during its run mm-hmm. um it evolved from this like comedy about bill Hader, who was on s who was stefan on snl playing a hitman with Alec Berg from Silicon Valley to this kind of like um, examination of masculinity and terrible people. Everybody knows a bad person, just a v- different le- levels of bad. Um, this episode is maybe the rare funny episode in its final season because the season took like got very very dark as it went on, and something very funny. This episode has guest appearances from Fred Armisen and. Guillermo del Toro, which is just insane, mm-hmm. playing kind of like this concierge to to um, the criminal underworld, so he can hire um, assassins. It's yeah, I don't know. I think this episode, like most of the season, just puts um, Bill Hader's filmmaking genius on full display. He directed all the episodes this season, and yeah, it's a really good episode. I. Because of the way Barry's final season especially is coming to talk about this episode because like it's just talking about the middle part of the plot, it'll make no sense. But it's just a really good episode. I think one of the best of the ep- of the season. I think Barry is one of the best of the of the year, obviously. Um What makes it a good episode, Frank? Yeah, talk to me about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tell us what you like. What do I like? I like I think it's very funny. It's a very funny episode. Yeah. Okay. Um it nice. has all the performances that what sort of humor happen. is Barry? Since, yeah, I've never seen it. It's sort of like humor? surrealist, but also like, um, it's just surrealist, I think. It's like, it's real life. It's very straightforward, but it's like, there's no way this is happening. But it, hap- it happens in a way that's like, makes you feel like it could happen to you. Fair. Yeah, and a lot of comedy comes from also, you're right, a lot of comedy also comes from, I, I, I don't know how you describe what kind of humor it is, because a lot of comedy comes from like, It's black comedy. Barry. It's a black comedy. Yeah, no, it's definitely black comedy, yeah, but I'm just like, 
Barry do- doing and saying things that like the normal world is like, what the fuck are you saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So comedy comes from that. But also, th- there's a scene in which your fave, uh, Vanessa Bayer, comes onto the show and she's talking up, it's like, because it satirizes Hollywood as well. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about the type of show that she wants Sally, one of the characters, to create or not to work on. Mm-hmm. And she basically just speaks the entire scene in sound. And it it's stupid. So it's like, it's not... It's in, okay, she's okay, like, I get that. She's like, I want you, the show currently is eh, but I want it to be eh. And another person is replying to her in the same sound. So yeah, you get what they mean, but it's not... I don't know. That was a random thought into my head. No, but fair, fair enough. I think that's a good example. Yeah, just yeah. It's like I don't know if it has a particular type of comedy, but it's also definitely that type of like. It's definitely dark comedy, hundred percent dark comedy. And also, comedy comes from situational places where you put Barry, who is this man that thinks because he likes this girl and he just met her for the first time last week, Mm. he can buy her like a MacBook as a birthday present. (laughs) Sound like one of my boys. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like what the fuck are you doing this is so this is so insane um so yeah i think it's like uh, someone, someone, someone like bill Hader, who came from snl has like this full gamut of like different kinds of comedy and a young mm-hmm. um alec berg from silicon valley and all that stuff so yeah no i think very funny it got really dark as it went on um that's some episodes that I, actually oh actually this episode also has some good action which is something that barry excelled on when he when he wanted to do it mm. but yeah Season four, episode three, you are charming. Is it racist to call something black comedy? Yes. I'm kidding, it's not. Yeah, it's but a, that's a genre comedy. So the reason Yeah, but like I mean the It's African American comedy. <laughs> I mean the root of it is, is is kind of like racist because they thought so black comedies are not like ha ha funny. So they were like, oh, black people are not funny. So let's call it black comedy. Oh. And that's how they started the thing. There's no way. What about colored comedy? There's no way. I hate this conversation. Only if you're, only if you're in South Africa. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was a wow. bit of black comedy. Yeah. With an, an off, TMT, an do off the color thing. Remark. TMT, do the thing. <laughs> yeah, TMT. Like, you have a soundboard. Um, sorry, your conversation is throwing me off so much. I'm just like, oh my, should I be part of but, this? But, but please, that was a lie. I was lying about the etymology of black origins. Comedy, please, yes. Yeah. Um, this boy said etymology. Look at this guy. Just three ten, right? Nice. This nigga got books. He's <laughs> <laughs> learning. That's why he looks like an Oduwa Nation truther. Wow. If you want to keep, wow. if you want to keep something from a black man, put it in a black comedy. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to laugh at that. Yeah. I think I think we're the only people allowed to laugh at that. <laughs> um, okay, quickly, I, I did write down why, just to your point here, why I like this episode. I wrote that okay. he manages to juggle all of the things that made the show great. Comedy, great action set pieces, examinations of a host of terrible people who mm. are all different levels of bad, which I already mentioned, and then everyone is on fire this episode in terms of acting. Nice. Um... And oh, I mentioned that I think the episode after this is probably an objectively better episode, but it also doesn't have Barry for like 90% of the episode. So I wanted to pick one that had more of the show's DNA in it. Mm-hmm. So I guess, hey, we can go to your number one pick. Nice. nice. Wait, are you, are your picks ranked? Because mine aren't. Mine aren't ranked. Mine aren't okay, ranked. Yeah, me neither. Uh, yeah, so my number one pick, sorry, my number one pick is Drumroll. Yeah, TMT. Come I don't on. have that on my soundboard, but let you don't, me see what You don't got drum roll? You don't have okay. a drum roll on your soundboard. Okay, fine, yeah. fine. I play some crickets. No, no, no. That's not play, the same. Play crickets. Yes, please don't play crickets. Suspense. 
It's too late now. Sounds like a seventies teenager. <laughs> I can't like that. Sounds that sounds like the beginning of a trap, a trap banger. <laughs> trap banger. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, so my number one, one pick is Succession, episode eight, I think, of the last season. Yeah. America mm. decides, mm. which honestly is probably one of my favorite Succession episodes of all time. It's so fucking incredible. It is. It's good. Okay, so I think everybody here has seen it, so I don't need to go into into it too much. But in terms of why I love this episode, first of all, and I think I think I got this on the rewatch, the writing in this episode is as good as it is, mm-hmm. as good as it's ever been on Succession. So the general structure for this episode is it's election night. Um, the company that our terrible triplets own, uh, ATN, they are... Mm-hmm doing election coverage and it's getting tense and they have so many different motivations all the different characters throughout it and yeah they're trying to see who's going to win the election and how atn or yeah i think that's the name of the whatever Mm -hmm. how their news network covers it because it's after you know uh the paycheck has moved on and Mm -hmm. this is their first this is essentially the super bowl for news news coverage so they want to knock it out of the park um yeah so that's the premise for it which is a great premise and it starts out it's very funny from the beginning which i wasn't expecting it to be like it's a funny episode of it's the beginning when he asked him to get cocaine asked greg to get cocaine yeah is that how the episode starts yeah around that yeah yeah it's so good from the beginning it's funny from the beginning and you know we've all seen the episode how it it devolves into one of the most fraught and tense scenes amongst the siblings and i think for me it was uh i think it was a point where it really crystallized for me that roman is a bad person mm-hmm. i think this was the episode that really made that very very clear to me and but also kind of gave it like a sympathetic lean of why he has become this way uh, and i think the line that stood out that made that stand out to me was when he was like he's trying to convince kendall that they should push the election for uh, one of the candidates that's going to help them. And he says, Kendall is, Kendall at this point is not sure. And Roman says, like nothing matters, dad's dead, the world is a big pussy waiting to get fucked. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, you know, there's two things in that sentence that are just, <laughs> dad's dead and the world is like, is that they, they don't, they're not meant to be there together. But I think those are the two thoughts that are most driving him Mm-hmm. Uh, in his descent Hist- historically have you guys found the world to be a big pussy no not really not not particularly <laughs> that's because you guys aren't really not fucking sorry no no in fact compared to the world I'm the big pussy <laughs> oh my god the world is fucking me yeah the world fucking <laughs> me man I'm not gonna lie I feel you guys I feel you guys yeah, yeah. That's some real, real emotional shit yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. some real emotional this is why you tune into podcasts man <laughs> this is man breaking it down <laughs> I'm going oh through. My God. Oh. But yeah, incredible episode. All the I think all the main characters in this episode have such an incredible arc. Mm. Um Kendall goes from trepidation and then a betrayal is revealed to him and he leans on the darkest pits of him. Roman actually doesn't. Roman is just bad from the jump. No, 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 but he grows. This is, I'm a this bad is the highest boy. point. He, yeah, he, he ends the episode at the highest point. At the highest point, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Connor yeah. makes an appearance. Shiv tries to Connor, do things Connor and doesn't. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but he, he has, has like he, he has leverage also for the first time in his life. It's just <laughs> a little bit of leverage. It's it's amazing it's to see what he does with it. Truly. Oh, uh, there's there's an incredible bit where 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 Connor is talking about like which ambassador roles he could go for. And he's like, <laughs> "Can I start a coup in Peru?" Can I be your fun guy in Shanghai in or something like that? It's so, yeah. it's so it's, good. The it's writing good writing. is so good. It's a good writing. <laughs> in this episode. Oh, Jesse Armstrong. Oh. Oh Anyways, I, I remember getting to the end of the episode and feeling broken. I think also because like Trump had happened. Yeah, so this, yeah. this for us was like, at least for me, it was like, oh, wow. This is actually how... <laughs> Some of this stuff could just happen. I mean, I said it. So we felt we so real. It, yeah. When we discussed the episode on the podcast, like, it just, because 2016 was the first time I ever stayed up to watch an election night. And it was just so vivid. And so I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So 100%. Yeah. It was, this is my best episode of the season. Yeah. Um, And just a peek behind the curtain. Like, you, we don't usually share our picks, but you kind of called dibs on this one yeah. against me. And I was like, I could either go for the obvious ones in this season. That was when I was like, let me just go successionless, essentially. Because like I could do the other one. I could do episode three. I could do episode yeah. nine. I was like, this is the one that I really like this is my best episode of the season. I love the other one, this is my best episode of the season. Yeah, TMT. Just 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 like once once Banky said he was going to do this episode, I was like, I call dibs. Like I didn't even let him finish <laughs> talking. I was just like, dibs, dibs. I don't want to hear it. Um it's funny, but I had to look up the actual quotes and Connor said couldn't I get the sniff of even a little guy? Organize a little coup down <laughs> cool. in old Peru? Peru? Put me in advance to, to Jackie Stan. <laughs> Couldn't I just be a little fun guy in Uruguay? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's an excellent oh episode of television. And for me, one of the best parts was, you know, like when it fades to black and the succession theme, but they use like brass instruments to play it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Bro, I was floored. What an episode of television. Stunning. Proper, proper legendary stuff. Stunning, um, stunning stuff. That's it for me. Bang. Um, TMT, what's your, what's your number one pick? Yeah, I don't, even, first I don't really know how to follow an episode like that, but I'm, I'm going to Do give you best. a wild card. Yeah, I, I gave you guys my list before we started recording. So the one I'm going to name is the only one that wasn't on my, on my list. It's the replacement one. And it is, um, it's episode, it's the last episode of the, of beef. Woo. Uh, Episode ten, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> okay, can I? Can I do something weird? Can I do something weird? You always do something weird. So why is I do always something weird? Yeah, beef is the one should have to not see. <laughs> like not what was like we should I should have seen right now, but I have not seen it. You haven't seen beef. <laughs> so I'll just you might say you. you might say that he has beef with beef. Beef. Were you really uh, wait, like? Come on, no, no. Uh, there's a right. TMT, I this. set it up for you. Come sorry, on, sorry. No, I, I feel sorry. like that's the wrong one. You have to go with the, the horns wah, going. Wah, blow wah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you have to go with. How many tries to get your That was really good. We've okay, used we've uh, used this machine on Submarine for like three years, and I still don't understand. I don't know what sound goes for what color. <laughs> so can't you like write on it? Like with you can, you can. Tape Let or me something. show you. I have the stickers here. So just. Do that. I would never. That requires like that, that requires like five minutes of my time. You know how valuable my time is. Yeah. Also, it's less fun. Yeah. Exactly. Right on. Right <laughs> on. TMT. 
Yeah, man. I like to ri- I ride the lightning. I would just, oh my God. I'll, I'll just ask, could you like, is it possible to avoid any big spoilers? If we're talking about the finale, when talking about this now. Do you plan to watch the show? I do plan to watch the show. And you plan to like just really enjoy it and just dive in? Yes, because everybody's like, it's a great show. Of course I want to spoil it. It's the last episode of the fucking yeah, show. Man, I, I don't know, I don't know what you want from me, man. What? Okay, come go on, ahead. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Listener, this is what I this is what I go through for you guys. Um, yeah, oh. go, go ahead. Spoil, okay, TMT, spoil tell me. us why you love the finale of Beef. Have oh. you seen it, Ayo, first of all? Of course I've seen it. Of course you I have. I watched it on my honeymoon. That's how serious I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I live and breathe this shit. You should have watched White Lotus on your honeymoon. Um, season two. Um, you haven't seen White Lotus season two? Of no, course I have. have. Yeah, like, okay. I was thinking, I was why, like, why do you hate him? Yeah, I'm like, this is this is a horror movie for anyone on the Holy Honeymoon. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> follow, follow that up with Gone Girl, for example. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so I like this episode because one, Beef is like it's not a particularly, um, as far as like narrative is concerned and just pacing. It doesn't drive you to watch it. Like, the premise is very interesting. And I think if they have later seasons, I th- I imagine it's going to be like an anthology and every season is going to be a different beef between two characters and how they escalate, which is a great premise for just an anthology series. I think um, for this one, the premise is pretty solid, but like it just doesn't go as far as I need it to go. I think the next season of beef has to should do with like two government agents like a lowly cia guy and like a lowly nsa guy or fbi guy and eventually their beef just leads to the collapse of america as we know it that would be amazing um <laughs> but as, as far as this show is concerned it's like a down on his luck handyman and mm-hmm. a super rich successful um i think is she an artist? she's an entrepreneur she... she's an entrepreneur yeah, she's like, she's like yeah, she's like a tech bib or something. No, no, no. Um, she, I think I think she sells something. I have forgotten what it is. Is it plants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't her husband plants? like I think in it's plants. Like an art family or something? Yeah, her husband yeah. is in an art family and he's yeah. an artist. But she she's sells the curator? plants. No, she no, sells no, plants. She, she, oh, plants. She sells oh, plants. Fair yeah. huh. Um, but she's really successful. Say God. She's having she's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. They start this crazy beef that takes them to insane, like truly, truly insane places. And on the last episode, they're both like stranded in the desert, like just against each other and they try and kill each other. But then they end up realizing that like, if they don't work together, they'll die because they're in the middle of nowhere. They don't have phones, they don't have anything. And they end up really opening up about their lives and like how the beef took them to this point, just based on like what they were going through. And I think they just realized in the end, come on, we're both Asian. Like we shouldn't be doing this to each other. And yeah, that's the Asian black power sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just threw the, the black just, power fist for for the Asian community. I didn't do that. <sighs> but yeah, they just keep you know it's 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 honestly the best episode of the show because usually I'm like, oh, what does this person do? What does this person do? What's going to happen next? But you just realize like pretty early on that like, okay, this thing is over. And they tie everything off with like because they've spent so much of their time and resources trying to destroy each other, they kind of really know each other intimately. Mm. And at the end, they realize that, look, this is like the person that knows me the, the best in the world right now. And it's like, like he hugs her, waking up in the hospital, she hugs him back. No, she hugs him, he hugs her back. And I'm just like, oh, nice. Beef. Oh, this is not what I thought the show was about from the first episode. 
It is Good. not what it's about. That's just how it ends. But yeah, like, shit, that yeah. Is the show it's, it's, it's one of those shows that's about the journey, not the destination. Fair. Yeah, but that's my Fair pick. Enough. That's my first pick. Enjoy. Nice. Okay. How are we gonna? Okay, we need to actually. We really don't want pick it. What's your second we pick? What thirty minutes in? We need to actually pick up, uh, pick, pick up the pace. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To your next. We need to pick up the pace. Okay, so everybody's drinking except me. Fine. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, let's go into my second pick. My second pick is the legendary Forks from the legendary show The Bear. And what really happens in this one is just like, it's like Richie's coming of age story. Finally, <laughs> he's home. He's home. And it's like, I guess it's a major contrast from, um, what's um, the Baker boy from All Future? What's his name again? I've forgotten. Marcus. 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 Yeah, Marcus. Marcus goes to like Copenhagen and he does Mm -hmm. this like beautiful thing with Will Poulter and he really, Mm -hmm. his is from a place of joy and curiosity and Rich's is from a place of just truly breaking the cycle of what it is to be, um, what's the term? A fuck up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Richie really, and the thing about Richie is that he's very set in his ways as a person and this this show kind of takes advantage of that. They try and make this like guy who thinks things should be done in a certain way for the most ridiculous reasons ever. Once you put a guy like that in fine dining, it actually works because <laughs> it means that he's not going to compromise his ideals of like how things should be served or what things should look like to the point where like it's just brilliant because I think the perfect moment that encapsulates that is where... Um, this people, these people are in the restaurant and they ask for a deep dish um, pizza mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the chef is putting it together for them and he's so excited because it's like food he actually cares about and then <laughs> the chef puts something and it's like what's that they're like micro basil it's like fuck yeah micro basil and it's just <laughs> it's, it, it's just it's it's beautiful storytelling and sometimes you just want to see a guy like Richie win honestly yeah, yeah. that's all it is and um, yeah I was happy to see him win so yeah, that's my episode. That's my pick. I loved, I loved. Was that Forks. concise enough for you, Banky? Whoa, I would never, st- I would never try to censor you. I have thoughts on Forks, but I want to kind of like share them later when Ayo says his own pick. And it's funny because my my second pick is also from the Bear, and it's the episode before Forks. It is fishes, aka the Feast of Seven Fishes, aka what you eat Forks with with, with Forks. I mean, yeah, sure. Hey, why is it called Feast of Seven Fishes? That's something they try and get to the bottom of in the episode a lot of times and then and then never do. And then yeah. never do. But yeah, this is another episode of The Bear. And it is, honestly, I think, Panky, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this might be The Bear that's most chaotic. Honestly. Yeah. It the first starts, half of this, it starts 100%. With, it starts with three minutes of calm with the three Bazzaro kids outside yeah. talking to each other. And then I think for the next 10 minutes, it is straight oh, chaos. Oh, it's, it's more than 10 minutes. No, no, no. I mean, just like, just intense. Oh, I think it's so oh, okay, intense yeah. for the next 10 mm-hmm. minutes. It's just pure chaos. Yeah. So in this episode, the Bazaar children are in their family home mm-hmm. for Christmas dinner. And it's the feast of seven fishes where they eat seven fishes for some untold reason. And, you know, hijinks ensues. They have different members of the family and they pop in and pop out and show out, really. So it is a guest star heavy episode. It has Banky. Name them. All my favorite people. It does well, have I mean, all of Banky's favorite people. Bob Odenkirk, Sarah Paulson. John Mulaney. 
John Mulaney, who is who is incredible. He's incredible. He's, that. His character actually so reminds me of Ayo. Actually, I see that. Yeah, I, see I see that. I see because so when much. I was rewatching it, yeah. I saw it. <laughs> There's a scene with him and the two facts oh, where on. he's yeah. like, "I'm <laughs> gonna, gonna give you the money, you the money because... because you bring so much fun to my life." I don't like that's me. He said, he said that's the kind of stuff I do. He said, "I like quote oh. you guys always fucking deliver," and he said it like a <laughs> shitty, like deliver. A, he said it like Pity Barnum <laughs> in the 1800s. <laughs> just a shitty circus <laughs> owner. I was like, "Yeah, you guys are fucking. <laughs> you're amazing." <laughs> Um, Bob Odenkirk coming off um, Better Call Saul, Sarah Paulson, um, Jamie Lee Curtis doing the uh, uh, performance she should have won the Oscar for. Not, not, <laughs> not fucking sausage fingers. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, who else? Oh, Julian Jacobs is the first time we actually see her. Yeah. Um, True. Playing Rich's ex-wife. And then obviously the, the goat, Johnny, Johnny Bernthal coming back <laughs> for a masterclass. Like, boy. Or another, a fucking masterclass. masterclass. A masterclass. So I love this episode because I think it's just on it's pure unadulterated chaos for the first about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. With like little bits of calm. So there's a conversation that uh Richie has with his wife upstairs. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a very quiet and nice conversation that the two Bazato boys have. Yeah. Yeah. Kami and Michael, yeah. And then it goes into the second half, which is honestly probably my favorite bit of anything this year mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. where they're at the table and the forks start flying i think from the minute from the minute that ah, i've forgotten who made the first jab but between um mikey and the uncle i've forgotten his name That's uncle Saul. someone yeah. makes a jab about uh yeah <laughs> uncle Saul. someone makes what? a jab about- was it was it part about have we had the grace before? Yeah, like yeah, that. about yeah. saying the grace before. And uh, from then on, it is, yeah, it's so exhilarating. It's so tense. John Mulaney gives a scene-stealing, oh. episode-stealing <laughs> prayer. So I think I think I told you, that yeah. like, I was like, oh, this guy just flexed. This guy being Christopher Stowe, just flexed and got all his friends. He got John Mulaney. I was like, John Mulaney's doing this as, as a favor. And then he gets to the grace, and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, are you the greatest actor on TV? Bro, <laughs> <What is this? laughs> you, completely scene stealing. You, you know what's crazy about John Mulaney's presence in that family is that, like, for a lot of it, you are wondering, like, why would he marry into why a family? Why is he here? Why would he marry into a family like this? And you realize that, like, with after his interaction with um, the Fax brothers and just his grace, he's not a chaotic person, but he likes to be around chaotic people because they he entertain him it. to no end. And they all love and respect him as opposed to what they do with um, Nat's husband. Sugar's yeah. husband, yeah. yeah. Pete, I yeah, think. Yeah, Sugar's like, You yeah. can see that the two very different interactions yeah. with, with the two men. Because Nat's husband tries to live up, to, he, he tries to live up to them, whereas John Mulaney just does his own thing. He's not even remotely, in, he's just nothing like them. He's very New York and yeah. posh and like proper, but he doesn't try to be anything else. Whereas Nat's husband is like this it's like he's like this weird stockbroker guy that just like he tries to be down with and just like get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> so fishes is five? No, 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 six. Six or seven, I don't remember. Six or seven, actually. Don't don't forget the most overlooked line John Laney drops is when the facts ask when the facts brothers ask him, Do you have five hundred dollars? And he replies, <laughs> he says, Yes, I'm a forty three year old man, I do have access to five hundred dollars. <laughs> It's so good. It is so good. It is so good. Oh my god. Um something that did 
um, jump out to me in the rewatch was there's a moment that Sarah Paulson has with uh, Carmi. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I don't think I clocked that moment the first time I watched this episode. It's a really quiet moment where she tells him, come live with me in New York. Like, this yeah. place is not good for your head. And I was like, oh, wow. I never, I, I don't even remember that happening. I think yeah, because of all yeah, the chaos in the episode. Yeah, because I, I remember clocking that the first time I watched it. But I think also because, like, I think in season one, they tell us that he's been in New York. In New York, right? yeah. And that was, I think that was where... Sid saw him um, chefing it up. She obviously fell in love with his, his cooking and everything. So it makes sense. She was just like, you can't. That's where he met Joel McHill. Yeah, it was New York. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where he was working under, under Joel McHill. And she was like, look, I think she saw it in him. She was like, you have something. It, you are going to become Mikey if you stay here. Yeah. Or your like, mom. Th- <laughs> or exactly. <laughs> like, which is obviously interesting because obviously Richie calls him Donna in the finale. But it's just like, you need that space. You need a bit of like just normalcy to actually get what you what what you can achieve. Uh, Fishes is episode six. Fox is episode seven. So my thoughts on because I was gonna do Fox if like if if nobody took it because I, I think that all three of us tried to take it. Represented. All three of us tried to take it. <laughs> I didn't try to take Fox. I never wanted. Well, because you you because again because I called dibs on fishes. Why <laughs> <laughs> would like I don't even know. I, Real niggas I, called dibs, man. I would I will go into the octagon to fight about which one is better. Like I don't think I don't know if I can. What 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 was that to? What was I that for? came in with the sun, the flex. It sounds like it sounds like that AI Drake and the weekend song. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, can it we, does. Can we go to like this episode kind of mirroring? And I feel like a thing that the show has always done in an odd sense is just mirror Jeremy Allen White's character in Shameless, like super smart, talented guy from a very chaotic family. And is constantly looking for ways out, both alcoholics, probably in real life as well, based on recent news reports. Um, yeah. And then... Blowing off the spot. Yeah. And they're both like constantly being offered these ways out and they take it for a little while sometimes, but they just end up returning back to the chaos, hence the show we have. Love chaos. Uh, well, thank you. That was well amazing, done. TMT. Yeah, I have nothing to add. Yeah. No, I know because I haven't watched Shameless. <laughs> also <Yeah>. same. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but I think I was watching, I was like, folks, to me, felt like the obviously, um, terms you compared it to the Marcus episode, mm-hmm. but it felt very much like the opposite to Fishes. Mm-hmm. When I was watching, when I rewatched everything, I was like, Fox, Fox is as opposed to the very uncontrolled chaos in, in Fishes, there was controlled chaos in the kitchen. You never feel like they, they don't have control over what they're yeah. doing. In this is the, in the restaurant, you see people living up to their potential. Yeah. Mm. As opposed to in fishes where Mikey is not, Donna is there. Like Richie is begging for a job. Kami is coming back from Denmark, but like might not be able to make it out if he doesn't go to New yeah. York. People are actually getting along, and I think the thing about Fox is that it's a happy episode. It is. Yeah. It's like it's an episode like even when Rich is playing Taylor Swift and driving in his car, like it's a happy episode. Fishes is not a happy episode. Is, I agree. I agree. So I, I I found out very I was like oh this is the like Black Mirror polar opposite of of of, of two episodes anyway um oh it's my turn yeah so, it is your turn you're gonna oh, do two okay. now yeah so my next episode is bitch it's my turn let me put that pussy on your side Burns sorry yeah. mm-hmm. uh the great Ooh. exactly the give me that season three <laughs> oh, episode six TV show sorry that was very good TMT that was so good TMT. <laughs> Big Friday 2 out now. Shout out the Barb's. I asked, yo, I asked somebody, yo, I asked somebody at work. I asked somebody at work on Monday. I was like, yo, mm. 
Did you go to Gag City this weekend? Because, you know, I'm talking about Nicki Minaj. But she didn't know what I was talking about, so... Eat your complaint, bro. Might be unemployed in a few days. This might be my full-time thing soon. Yo, um, sorry for for all the listeners. A and I were on the same album. This this was this like like two or three months ago. Which album? Donnie's Donnie's album. I was not on Donnie's album, my dear. Oh, I thought you produced on Donnie's album. I saw your name in one of the (laughs) yeah. Why didn't you produce on Donnie's album? Because I didn't make any beats this year. Oh, damn. I'm pretty sure I saw your name. At times, it's actually funny, brother, because I keep wanting to talk to you about that, but I keep, like, forgetting. What's up? Just No, just to mention, just to point out, just to, like, confirm that that was actually you on Donnie's album. Yeah, yeah, that was me on Donnie's album. Oh, congrats, man. Hmm. That's amazing. I'm going to look to the song, but I'm pretty sure I saw your name on someone's (laughs) album. (laughs) You think I would not know if I produced this song? (laughs) I haven't produced a song in years, my dear. (laughs) Who was that person you produced for? Yeah, yeah, gaslighting me. Well, TMT confirms that he's not being gaslit. Uh, the Great, mm-hmm. season three, episode six, titled Ice. Uh, this is, guys, if you want to watch The Great, the final season of The Great, and you haven't yet skipped this, because this, I'm going to talk about spoilers here. Yeah, let's go. So skip for a couple of minutes or so. This is a truly incredible episode in which Peter finally dies. Um, which Peter? Peter the Great. Nice. No, 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 no. He's not Peter the Great. No, he Peter wasn't. the Great is dad. Uh, his dad. Was <laughs> yeah. I, but that was what you wanted. <laughs> that is what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted you to say that. Uh, yeah, and I remember watching this episode because he dies in like maybe the first 20 minutes. I remember watching I was like, yeah. this is already a great episode. And I was like, if he does die now, these guys would be insane for this. Because there's a there's an eight-minute scene between Nicholas Holtz, Peter, and El Fanning's Catherine that just it it runs the full like spectrum of their emotions, their relationship, their chemistry for the three seasons. Like they fight, they joke around, they flirt, they are negotiating. It's just an incredible scene, acting, writing, everything so so on point. And I remember just I think I wrote it down like if this is where he died because we all know we're all waiting for him to die because we know that Peter died much earlier in real life than in this story. So waiting for him to die. And I was like, if this is where they actually pull the pull the trigger, then well done to this show. But it was just a really good episode. Um, after he dies, the next two thirds of the episode is just a masterclass in like El Fanning's days Oof. and denial acting, Oof. more political backstabbings. The Oof. the art the archbishop of the Russian Catholic Church is flogging himself because he wants to fuck the slave that he has oh, sent to. To, the, the male slave that he has sent to 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 plant seeds of of, of distrust among the peasants. It's just Oof. normal normal the great stuff, but also just incredibly like chaotic and just it is heightened. It is heightened after the death of, yeah, of Peter. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a really good episode. Um, it is I think you can go as far as saying it's a it's a great episode. Great episode. Yeah, I could I could do that. Come on! Well done, finally. We got it. We got one. <laughs> we got one. My third episode is the second episode of the Beckham documentary. Ooh, that was good. Titled "Seeing in Red." Uh, this documentary is that was good. I, I think <laughs> unanimous. We all just really love this documentary. Um, it might be a piece of vanity propaganda. Like every other documentary that which is exactly produced by the person, i.e., the last dance, but it doesn't matter because it's just <laughs> great stuff. Um, this second episode really like 
I thought it was just a really good piece of, of, of television. It starts with the uh, aftermath of Beckham getting the red card in the 98 World Cup and just kind of mm-hmm. how the country reacted to him. And on one hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is... As a football fan, I'm like, yeah, football is important. I'm glad you guys are seeing this. But also, as a generational hater of the English team and the <laughs> English fans, I was like, can you guys see how tapped these guys are? These guys are all stupid. And they've always been like Fucking ridiculous. They are like, fucking ridiculous. Like, Beck- Beckham was 23, man. 23. And they were, like, doing effigies of him strang- um, strangling to death. It was ridiculous. But yeah, just like I think this is the first time, maybe even the only time, I can't remember the rest of the season, where we actually get to, like, go into Beckham's psyche mm. and see actually what was going on. Like, we see his depression, and then it just switches to his ability to compartmentalize because of his trauma and his dad basically abusing him and his, <laughs> the whole Teddy Perkins thing. I was like, oh my God, this is like a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I think like to going to going to his his mindset, his depression, his childhood trauma. And I think like a lot of times like editing on this show was just really good. Like there's a part I wrote down where his dad is talking about like raising um, David actually and being so strict and it was like it was a ple- it was just a pleasure he being David loved it he enjoyed it and then he cuts to David being like I was more scared when he was there <laughs> because <laughs> that was good I remember that yeah, that was funny I remember that uh, have you guess- watched have you watched the last few episodes of The Crown yeah yeah I have did you see any parallels between how the paparazzi were treating Beckham and how they treated Diana I mean, yeah, that would track these around the same time. Yeah. 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 So for time. me, watching The Crown, I was like, oh my God, that's how they were doing Beckham. I but mean, it was obviously worse, and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, was it? I mean, oh, okay. Let's I mean, the even... paparazzi, yes. I don't think the country hated her as much as they hated Beckham, but the paparazzi, I think she okay. definitely yeah. had yeah. a okay. lot yeah, worse. Okay, that's kind of what I mean. Also, tabloids. Um, that, that, that being said, when you when you when you spoke about the crown, I was just like, man, I don't watch the fucking crown. Yeah, and I started I started having like a dialogue with myself, and I was like, why don't I watch the crown? So and I, I realized been, I've been working. You on realized what? What, well, did wait, you wait, realize? what? What did you realize? <laughs> if I want to see which white people traumatize each other, I'll just watch Succession. Yeah, oh, why but like <laughs> that one, that Succession is funny. This one is just like true. true. No, nah, so I've been I've been working on my top ten, and spoiler alert. Like the crown is not going to be on it, but I was, I was wondering why because there was a point when like the crown would have been an automatic entry into my top ten list. Yeah, in like maybe season two. Like no. how long ago was that, Banky? Up to season four, really automatic season, entry. Season four is like Olivia Coleman, Joshua Corner. Yeah, I think by season four. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, season four, season four. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So yeah. I don't know if it's like the show has. I don't know if the show. I don't know if the show has actually got worse or we've just lost. Because I still watch these shows and I'm like, this is. I'm enjoying the episode by episode, but I think it just maybe we've lost interest. I thought about it. I don't think it's worse. I think it's. I think it's two things. I think the first thing is like it's about stuff that we know about now. Yeah. Kind of like vaguely, like we vaguely know about it. And secondly, it's only about that stuff now. I have a question. Do yeah, that's address, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do they ever address Philip being like a molester on this on the show? Not since not a molester, but they addressed yeah. that he probably did some things outside the marriage. But again, not in a way, not a definitive way, because there's no definitive answer. Right. But so it's right, kind of so like this probably happened. So um they didn't cast David Epstein. Oh, do you mean Andrew? Oh, you meant Andrew, not Philip. Not since like season three. I don't I think they've Andrew. shown him. 
Yeah, plus they've not got to that age yet of like he's still of him molesting. I mean, he probably molested him probably, right now. Probably, probably, yeah. At this point, like yeah. where they yeah. are in, in the, the late nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah. quickly on Beckham. Shout out the royal family. I love you guys. I better give me passport. <laughs> I also want to talk about. I also want to put Beckham here. Speaking of paparazzis, there are two people that appear in both the Beckham dog and the Wagatha Christie dog, which is the like the brother paparazzis. I guess paparazzi is the, is the yes. plural. Oh, that's so true. So I just wanted to like shout out the Wakatha Christie dog because that was funny as fuck. I enjoyed that show a lot. <laughs> I think I preferred it to the Beckham documentary. It's more fun. It's not, it's not, it's not as good. I it's definitely not, had it's a lot even, more it's fun. Not, it's not remotely <laughs> as good. but <laughs> It's not remotely as good, but it's definitely more fun. That was I a fun Friday it. night. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my Christmas watch list. Yeah. So. Oh, it's so You can do it in one night. So like three episodes, like 40 minutes each. Like it's, it's just fun. It's yes. like, you know how you're drinking that? That's what you should be doing when you watch it. Uh, yeah. I remember one time I was watching, when I was watching the doc, like the episode, I was like, I don't remember, I don't actually know who won this case. And I was like, Bankole, only one person is doing a documentary. There's only <laughs> one person here. That won the case. <laughs> Look, even I, even I had that moment because like, they do a really good job of building up yeah, the tension like, hmm. until you think about it for like three like, seconds hmm. and you're like, actually, it's Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bad impression okay uh, who is next oh, you're next it's me it's me and do you know what my next show is what? if you had told me at the beginning of 2022 <laughs> that I'll be talking about this show at the end of 2023 I'll let you I'll have said you a fucking liar <laughs> look wait Tempty do you know what this is can you guess what um, what TV show that my next episode is going to come you from really enjoy one network no, that would be too obvious. Oh, uh, that would give it to that me. That would give obvious. it to me. No, it wouldn't. Is it yes, HBO? it would. Yes, it is would. It, is it FX? It's a streamer. It's a streamer. Does, yeah, it's a streamer. Um, it's probably Paramount Plus. Because <laughs> they have like four good shows. It's <laughs> the old white man. Oh, I love it. I don't, I don't have Paramount Plus anymore. After I finish watching The Good Wife. The good uh, for- okay, I don't know what show. I can't guess. I honestly can't. It's Foundation. So my number three episode Ooh. is... Okay. Long ago, not far away, the penultimate episode of season two of Foundation. Season two mm. of Foundation is a completely different beast to season one. Season one mm-hmm. was a lot slower. It did a lot more world building. And niggas were talking, man. They were talking. <laughs> they were just talking. They were season just one talking. is 80% exposition dialogue. <laughs> they were yanning. <laughs> they were just yanning. And like, not about interesting stuff, really. Mm-hmm. It just, was like math. Uh, yeah. Like math. how the basic physics of their universe <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah. It was like, let's talk about math. Like this, 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 like we're drowning because there's a lot of water here. Why? And then talk about that for a long time. Yeah. But season two, you know, starts with a sex scene that turns into an assassination attempt. It is incredible from the jump. And it just keeps building and building and building up until the penultimate episode, which does everything you want from a sci-fi action fantasy show Mm. it starts off with a great reveal told through flashbacks a betrayal it has freaking spaceships flying and fighting we have a big spaceship flight it has a character that we thought was gone come back it Mm. has peril for all the people that we love playing all the hits Mm. it kills it kills at least two people that we love true true and the balance of power shifts so so much in that one episode that you're just like, where where could this show go? Where what what could happen next? I think it might be a perfect episode of like fantasy sci-fi. Uh-huh. It was so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's as good as it gets, I think. 
didn't I was spending like while you were talking and you were building up the show and talking about just how good it is, which I agree with you completely. I was thinking of like a um 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 honest trailer name for foundation and I came up with one. I think it's really good. What is it? Game of Clones. Oh, that is a good one. Uh that is are there clones one. in the show? <laughs> Bro, on, there dog. are clones. Come on, there are clones. Come on, Game dog. of Clones is actually a great name. For the this. Emperor. <laughs> Empire. Empire. Empire is a clone. Empire. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, I, guess, that I think, is, I that think is I need to start foundation. You guys have spoken about it way too I much. I think you do. I think you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just everything happens in this episode. Everything. And it's so perfectly pitched. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful episode of television. In masterclass, as, as the kids say. It slaps, as, as the, the older say. kids say. Oh, the older kids, okay. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. TMT, <laughs> what's your next? Okay, mine is, it's been a long, long time. Oh, the gay episode. Oh my God. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you, can't say that anymore, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh, we record after 9pm, sorry, continue. <laughs> It's the gay episode of um, The Last of Us. Just like an unbelievable performance from the one, the only Nick Offerman. A solid, solid, solid performance from... Um, oh, so you're drawing, the, uh, you're drawing the line in the sand right now. You're saying like Nick Offerman was that much better than... Yeah, I'm actually quite shocked. I don't think he was that much better, but Murray, look, the thing about Murray Bartlett was fucking amazing because he's just a, he's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I since, thought he was the best. Yeah, he was. Wait, wait, he was who do you think was the best? better? Murray Bartlett. No, yeah, yeah, no. Nick was just he, Nick killed it. He like, killed it. He killed it. I think I, I I think they're both going to be up. I don't know if they're going to be up for lead. Oh, it's probably going to be guest. No, it'll it's be guest. It'll be a guest star. Yeah, yeah. So who do you think is going to win? Yeah, now if you've if you've played um the Last of Us game, you know that Bill is an actual character. And what really happens in this is that in the also in the game, they show that he's killed himself by the time they they find mm. him. And there are clues around the game that show that it was because of the loss of a partner. And this episode just expands on that and just really you know, it really expands the universe in him. But it doesn't way. they don't say he's gay sounds, in the game, right? No, no, no. They, I, I don't think they really show his partner. Yeah, because I remember the, like the, the those people were getting oh, the like, military yeah, industrial. They were, they were getting angry about it when the episode came out. Like, oh, you, you're working nice into our games don't and all of that rubbish. So yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Um, the music is amazing. Um, the storytelling, the writing, just builds like slow transformation from this gruff survivalist mm-hmm. to like. An actual functional person when the world is dying is just pure. It's it's amazing. It's a really writing. good episode. But yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's say. a really good episode. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to get into it too much because I don't know how much time we have. But like proper proper good yeah, stuff. Yeah, unanimously agree. As it, it was excellent. Was a really good episode. Yeah, it was excellent. Uh, you have one more TMT or another one. I do. I do. In fact, oh my god, this is my second to last one. We're really moving. Yeah, quickly. I feel so jealous that you guys are drinking. Um, <laughs> so mine is the paradox of intermediate transactions i don't know if you guys have this been, is fargo what this is 100 percent fargo i have not seen fargo. what episode is this episode what number it's episode five of um no, no season five of season five yeah. sorry it's season five of, it's episode three it's episode three of season five yeah and it's like it's a beautiful episode 
It's basically so Juno Temple's character is really a woman on the run. And I think two episodes into the show, you're like, okay, you kind of get an idea of why she's on the run. And this episode um really shows her at her like it shows how resourceful mm-hmm, she is. Mm-hmm. She is genuinely one of the like she's just ready for action. <laughs> and like there's this theme tiger, the for real. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I was going to go. Yeah, so the, there's this theme for the entire season where she's like three different characters have called her a tiger. Mm-hmm. And like you see bits of it, you know she's resourceful, she's intelligent, but then you start to realize why she's a tiger. In the newest episode, um, there's a quote that um, if you try and hunt a tiger, you will fall into its trap. <laughs> and that's the thing, like this season of Fargo just shows that she's Macaulay Culkin. She is, she is Macaulay Culkin. She is. <laughs> On steroids, like she's just like, like, and things like she's a five-two, like blonde woman with that not Dakota slash Minnesota accent, and she's just the most. She looks so vulnerable all through the show, but like she is a fucking very, shit. Oh. Look, she's a very dangerous yeah. person. She's I'm a, so excited. She might be the most like. Top, I don't think there's ever been a Fargo main character as dangerous as she is. Genuinely, well, I think the she's main the most dangerous one. Like, I mean, we don't know her full story yet as part of recording, but the main characters are usually like no, criminals and like sometimes no, bumbling criminals <laughs> on Fargo. No, the main, so the main characters are either criminals or people like her husband yeah. in the show. So just people who find themselves in the world of crime by mistake. Yeah. But she's like, she's not even a criminal she's by just any competent. chance. She's just, yeah, she's just very competent. And yeah, like I look forward to seeing her every week because of the show. Um, and yeah. you know, it's amazing. So check this is that so out. exciting. I've I decided I was going to watch Fargo over the Christmas holiday. Yeah. But yes, mm-hmm. I mean from yeah. season one. Yeah, oh, you so, it from Mikey, season I think one. It's, I've never watched Fargo. No, but you're going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, okay. you don't have to. It's anthology. Wait, no, but you knew yeah, that. So, no. Yeah, I did. Yeah. did. Um, I was yeah. like, look at him looking using big words, <laughs> Jesus yeah. trying to confuse okay. me. Okay, um, yeah, you're up next. It's my turn. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So my number four pick is I need to check my notes. Oh my god, all my picks are gone. Are you being serious? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I just shook my iPhone, so it came back. Ooh, okay. Just fancy. Yeah. Ads. No yeah, free iPhone ads. fourteen. No Pro Max. free ads. Can we continue? Twenty twenty two. No time. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So my my next episode is something is another is from a show that TMT talked about. It is the pilot of The Last mm. of Us. Mm. I think the first, like, I think the first half of the pilot, well, before it skips to 20 years later, I think that is some of the most high-octane... I don't think that's 20 minutes. I think that's, like, a, a whole hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That part, I think the yeah, whole, before it it's skips, a whole hour of present day. Of present yeah. day, right? Yeah. I think it's so high-octane. And then there's such, like, really good small moments of storytelling, like, um, her fixing his watch... And giving it to him on his birthday, yeah. and talking about the cake, and you know what's about to come. I you think I think that just position works so well. I was I was in awe. I was actually floored by this pilot. I love the pilot of, of the Last of Us. Um, I've never played the game, so I don't know how it actually played out in the game. But man, <laughs> I downloaded it after <laughs> after I watched the pilot. I downloaded Last of Us. I've not played it still. By will, I'm proud of you. Also, the goal, the the cold open is incredible. Mm-hmm. The cold open of this season is incredible. Where they have that new show and they're talking to the I don't know if it's news, 
some educational like session. A, yeah, like talking to round table kind of two scientists. Yeah. yeah, about what what like microbi like microorganisms we should be afraid of, and they talk about the fungi. Yeah, that was fire. It's so it's so solid. It hits so hard every time. Also, a fun guy in Uruguay. <laughs> exactly. Shout out Craig Mazin, man. That's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean Chernobyl, obviously, but yeah. Chernobyl, man. Chernobyl. Um. Yeah. So just on oh, one well, last of us, obviously, both Murray Bartlett and Nico Forman got into for guest acting in a drama series, but mm-hmm. also both Lamar. Johnson and Kelvin Woodard got nominated. They're the Black Brothers. Disgusting, brother. No, wow, wow. Well, I didn't know. You, I didn't know you just equated black to disgusting. Wow. No, you said brothers. So I was doing that was a succession. Call. I I know. And yeah, you know it. I know. And you know it. Of course. You know, in, know in in America, decides she actually asked Greg. Oh, I thought you were disgusting, brothers. It's really good. Such I have a, a question absurdity. for you guys. I have a question. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Do you think that plot point was a reference to, um, like, what's his, what, what, what's the name of the character, the actor that plays Greg? Um, um, Nicholas Braun. Tall boy. Nicholas Braun. Yeah. You know, there were like, there were these like Hollywood rumors. Are, are we allowed to talk about that on the show? Probably not, because I don't know where you're about to go with this and Hollywood rumors and disgusting the Hollywood brothers. rumors that what? That what? You keep saying, you, like, you, New York. <laughs> so it was like Hollywood slash New York rumors about how, like, he's just been a sleazebag since he blew up with succession and he's always hitting on girls oh, and blah, really? blah, Yeah, it's so that was like a big, it was a big news item that came out at the time. And it came out about, um, I want to say like eight months before the season aired. So I thought like it was a little... F- I mean, like, probably, maybe. Yeah, like a way of addressing that, yo, Greg, you've gone off the rails as a human being. Or maybe not that intensely, but just like, yeah, a, a, like a subtle, yeah. subtle job. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, my turn. Yeah, Banky, what's your number four? My number four is from Mrs. Davis, <clears throat> season one, episode five. A great place <laughs> to drink to gain control of your drink. Um, mm. Mrs. Davis was a show that I greatly enjoyed, but speak, never fully loved. Speak truth to power, brother. But how how dare you? Also, <laughs> I knew I was gonna. <laughs> I, I was gonna, gonna say, I, like Tim T, you didn't know where <laughs> yes. he was going. <laughs> oh, um, I, I I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I never. It's not me that said it, but I never fully I loved the show. Guy. Like I greatly enjoyed it. Um, but I think this episode, I get what you're saying. Episode five was the first time that I was like. I was locked in for lack of a better. Uh, like, you sat up, yeah. And this is the episode for anyone that's watched Mrs. Davis. If you haven't, go check Mrs. Davis. I know I just said I didn't, I didn't love it, but I greatly enjoyed it. Like there are so many shows I I could watch nowadays that I would not greatly enjoy. Um, this is the kind of a flashback episode essentially. Um, it's kind of, we find out more about this character named Clara. Um, going over the plot will not really make sense because again, it's a flashback episode, but. Uh, Betty Gilpin and Jake McDormand's chemistry here just this was point like you start to see where this story could go between the two characters their chemistry starts f- sparks are flying um, it's, re- it's a really funny episode they have this they have this recurring bit of like them interrupting the story that is being told and it's just it's mm-hmm. really really well done really funny and then in the episode there's a relationship that kind of a new relationship that is kind of created in the last 20 minutes or so mm. and like I, I, it really worked for me. The, the payoff, the resolution of that relationship, everything that worked, it just really, really worked for me. I, it's the episode, I think I watched episode maybe in August and I just wrote down my notes, best episode of the year, like one of the best episodes of the year, like 
August before I even knew I was doing this episode. I was like, this is oh wow, I was like this is an episode. I was like, and I think because a lot of Mrs. Dale Tapper was like, I was like, oh hi, uh, okay, hi, okay, and I was like, oh no, this is like a full hour of just me being fully invested, and I, I really, really enjoyed this. It episode. got Lindeloft, yeah, love that. Lindeloft, yeah. I rewatched it the other day, and yeah, I, I really liked this episode, episode five of Mrs. Davis. Um, any thoughts? You guys have both seen Mrs. Davis? Yeah, yeah. No notes though. Um, Where do you think course, this ranks in other like Lindelof shows? I'm the wrong person to ask about that. You know, that's you know true. That. You haven't well, seen. Isn't, isn't it just homework. this watch? It's it's this Watchmen and Lost. Right? Leftover. No leftovers. Oh, I hate that show. Poof. Oh my god, really? TNT, oh, this is no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I watched, He's not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, I watched, no, no, I, I'm kidding. I watched the TV. Like. <laughs> Wrong crowd, okay. tough crowd. Take, <laughs> I mean, I have rolled back. Roll back. Uh, <laughs> no, I um, I watched, I watched um the first episode, and I was like, oh, what kind of left behind shit is going on here? And I just freed it after because I mean, left fair. behind, yeah, left behind just rubs me the wrong way. Just as a as a media yeah, franchise, you, you rather went, you prefer to go watch the actual left behind movie with Nicolas Cage. No, no, he <laughs> doesn't want to be reminded of it. That yeah, would be none terrible. Of them. Um, none of them. Yeah, I have to I'd, 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 I'd really like I really like Mrs. Davis, but I agree with you. I'd never loved it. There was yeah. never a point where I was like, oh, I'm yeah, waiting to watch this. That was me talking about last uh, leftovers, but like for Mrs. Davis, well, I guess to just to quote the great um Zach Fox. So much Zach Fox every time on this episode. I I wasn't expecting it. That's what happens when we drink. Fair. Okay, yeah. that's true. To, to quote the great Zap Fox, AI this, AI that. AI needs some head. <laughs> you brought that quote how many times on this podcast? <laughs> Do you want to just like have it as your tagline every time you come on this I'm podcast? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there are too many shows about AI. <laughs> oh, that's also, that's also my quotes for the creator. That's my quotes for AI, artificial intelligence, the film. That's my quotes for George, um, can I tell you something? class of class of 07. Is that what oh my god? Class of yes. 07. So you guys, I was, Do you know I just watched guys, that? So I was doing my, like trying to compound my list for top 10, which you guys will hear in a couple of weeks. And there's some shows that I haven't watched, but I remember that I haven't watched them. I'm like, oh, I want to get back to them at some point, like White House Plumbers, things like that. Yeah, and I was going through my calendar, and I was like, "Class of '09." I was like, "I completely forgot about you." And this is a show that has yeah. like Rooney Mara, uh, sorry, not Kate Mara and Brian. Ter- I was like, "I completely forgot about you." As it's, did anybody here watch it? It's I watched it. Got, is it good? It's got the ge- it's it's okay. It's got the guy it from so it's not terrible. good. So it's not good. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's, it's not terrible. It's got the guy from Saint- Mrs. Davis. What's his, what's his name? Oh, was not the main um, guy, Jake McDormand. Yeah, the, yeah, mm. Jake McDonald. Oh. Yeah, he's in our oh, boy from from. Yeah, and he also has one babe. I forget. Our boy from Limitless. I really like her though. Yeah. Um, also, also going back to the shows that make me say, "Yeah, I want some head." Is um, Westworld, mm. The Hundred, <laughs> Night Rider, Oldie but Goldie, Altered Carbon, Night Rider. Uh, oh Oldie but Goldie. from Paris. <laughs> Zodo from Power Rangers is also the problem is that you're not reading this off a list like you're saying this off no this is like this is how annoyed you are Um, (laughs) I just I just there's just so many annoying shows about it sorry Mr. Robot um, Black Mirror um, Mr. Robot Mr. Robot not AI Mr. Robot not have AI there's AI I don't think there's AI Mr. Robot which AI Mr. Robot there's 100% AI Mr. Robot and the fact the fact that you guys have, have challenged me on this is proof that you are part of, <laughs> are part of the, the system. The, 
The deep fake deep state. Do you know another AI show? Person of interest. Great show. Uh, yeah, person of interest. How could I forget? <laughs> Does Travelers have any AI? I haven't seen that yet. I don't think speaking of so. speaking of, we mentioned two new launches. Yeah, you seen the trailer for Fallout, right? I haven't. Is it out? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, exciting. Okay. Does it look good? It, it looks interested. <laughs> it looks. It looks, it looks like Fallout. I don't know what Fallout vibe is, but it has like a very like tongue in cheek vibe, which I didn't expect. It's oh. it's very it's very kitschy, like just like nineteen sixties, fifties, like cold, like red scare, but like yeah, like we're moving there's, into a, the there's a frame in the trailer which says from the studio that bought you the boys oh. and next day delivery. Mm. I didn't expect that in the trailer about Fallout. You get what I mean? Fair. That's a very like because that was not in the trailer for Peripheral. <laughs> Yes, they were not having yeah. fun in trailer for Pepper. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know this kind of vibe we're going for, which is, I mean, it's very on Nolan, so it might be interesting. I'll definitely check it out. It helps people that. Uh, Michael Emerson up, is in it. <laughs> it's very on Nolan, so it might be interesting. No, no, yeah. I said it's very on like, it's <laughs> on like kind Nolan. of fucked up, man. Uh, Michael Emerson is in it, so. Oh. That's yeah, my and then obviously Walton Goggins and people that we like. So my number four is um, Mr. Dave. My number five is from Dave. Fuck you. Did you have one on Dave? That was going to be my surprise one next. What, 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 what was it? What episode? Uh, episode six. Okay. I don't think... I, don't, I, I no, think I know what yours... I think I know what yours would be if you have a Dave episode. Yeah, I do have a um, Dave episode. My Dave episode, episode six, titled hashtag R.I.P. Leo Dickey. So I good. think the middle part of this season is so fucking good. So good. I think from the Storm episode up to like Met Gala, I could have picked any episode I wanted. That's true. Mm. But I think this episode watching, I'm just trying to go with my initial thoughts. Watching this episode, I was like, what are you guys doing? This is like, like we knew what Dave was. I mean, you could go be upset. You could go quiet Atlanta sometimes and you could do whatever you were doing. True. But then I was like, this episode just felt like they were just, first of all, the premise is, ridiculous because there's an explosion and people think Dave is dead and then decide to like let that run for a bit to help with their billboard charts and everything and then when you go from there there's just like there's absurdist humor there's a bit of like a, a horror tinge he has a conversation with like Anne Frank um it's just you just feel the show like operating on a different level different plane I, I just really really enjoy it. I rewatched this today before recording I was like I could go with any of like four or five episodes from the middle part from like five to eight or whatever but I was like no I want to go with this particular one I think it's like yeah I think we kind of see why he does certain things I'm so so happy you brought that up because I was going to use Dave as like a surprise pick Mm -hmm. because I think I mentioned this to you that I think Dave was the funniest show of the year yeah yeah and I think it should be winning the best comedy things but then the bear is fucking cheating and putting himself in the comedy section where it shouldn't be should be the fucking drama section but like, let's not get into that. White people are always gonna try and you know wow. weasel their way into okay. places they shouldn't. Jesus. Cut that out. I'm no hundred percent not. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I'm very happy you brought that up. So I guess you should talk about your Dave episodes as well then. Yeah. So my actual number five pick is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. And I could have picked one of two episodes, either the test. Testerostro. Oh, Testerostro. Yeah, I forgot about or that. Or Four Minutes. But I've picked Four Minutes, which is the season and series finale. You have to pick Four Minutes because he has her in it. And it is it is some of the best, I think it's some of the best joke writing that they've done so far. And yeah. Yeah. 
incredible episode. I don't. I, we've done a whole episode on Miss Maisel. Yeah, we got. I think it was this year. So I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But yeah, that that was just while we're here. What would it be a deep episode? Met Gala. No, and Ooh. I'm. I, I I thought about Met Gala, but it's not gonna. It wouldn't have Met Gala. It was Dream Girl. Mm. I think Dream Girl, which is episode nine of this season of Dave, uh, is that okay. really okay. cuts to the heart of what this show was trying to do this season, yeah. which I didn't think. I didn't think they were trying to do anything lofty. I thought they were just doing another season of Dave, but... That's why you have I, to fight with I, Chloe Bennett, I, right? Yes. Hmm. I, I thought they were working on it, but I thought they were going to miss the mark. Yeah. I was like, they spent so much time doing this, and they're not going but to they've never, this. Why would they're you guys, they never missed the mark before. They've been very scathing about Dave as a selfish person, a selfish friend. Like, why would you think that now is the time they Yeah, but I just, I felt like this episode really came together and brought every, like, a lot of the threads that they were doing this season together i guess they kind of cheated because they framed yeah. it as you know a documentary or him helping his friend yeah. to edit a documentary about his life but i just thought it was excellent i think chloe bennett is so so good in Ugh, this season babes. yeah i think she's so good in this season but especially in this episode yeah, I mean, maybe maybe i didn't think they missed the map i was ho- hoping they would because Jesus i don't like like Dave reminds me of myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Not with the weird sex shit, obviously. I'm not really, I don't give a fuck about any of his weird fetishes. But like, sure. especially about the fact that like, he has this like, we believe. He has, <laughs> please do. He has this like, crazy idea of like, who he should be with. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what that's supposed to look okay. like. Okay. Can we, can we he's go always, into like, this? He's always like, I mean, I don't think we're supposed to. I don't think we're that kind of podcast. You put like, I, I, I can be that kind of podcast. We can be whatever we want, want, kind of podcast yeah, we want, want to be. Yeah, whatever we want to be. <laughs> okay, suddenly it's like fucking, <laughs> like fucking Stonewall here. We're like 80 we're minutes into like, oh, this. Is a, this is a film, but you wouldn't let me get my risky jokes <laughs> no, off. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if this is your safe place as a as a black man, go for it. Yeah. We're, we're here to listen. No, no, no. It's just like, I feel like, I feel like there's just certain people who have like, just crippling amounts of main character syndrome mm. and you tie yourself to like your achievements or what your life looks like or what you're working on project wise and all of that and then um you, that also factors into like um d- who you think you should date mm. you know and it's very fucked up but like i saw like i couldn't watch i, I got, it took me a long time to go through that episode oh, wow. so it's like <laughs> this is crazy yeah so yeah, I don't know. I, 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 this is probably for my therapist, but I'm glad you brought this up because I'm going to make I'm going to make her watch this episode, and then yeah, I'm going to give her some homework. You, She's always giving you me homework. Make her give her some homework. Can you make her watch like tell her this is what you have to watch this to understand me, but you have to watch all 29 episodes before this first. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I can make her watch one episode. I can make her watch like I, I I'll download the episodes and then I'll trim I'll trim it down to like main seven minutes. Just like, to fully understand me as a as a patient, you need to watch all twenty episodes of Dave, <laughs> and then you can get me. That's that's <laughs> insane. But yeah, I think she gets me already. I think she, it's just about me getting myself and breaking out of pattern. We love, okay, to, we love anyway, to see that. Um, Hashtag blackmail mental health. We love to see it. Um, it's your turn. Take the reason you. I didn't want oh, to sh- talk about Mrs. Maisel is go on. You know, you know. Yeah, wait, why did we talk about Mrs. Maisel actually? Yeah, that's just you know. I forgot. <laughs> you know why. Shy ball no, no. Hey, yo, why did you want to call Mrs. Mezu? Because free Palestine, man. You already know what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but this cycle, this cycle, this 
is the craziest you Okay. No okay. worries. Like, well, like nine times in, nobody's listening at this point. Um, wow. Just so y'all know where I stand. I guess any of the fictional Jews, I'm not on this. Okay, no. Uh, but you're obviously free Palestine. Um, turn to your final episode. Um, sorry, I'm loading up a. Sorry, I'm loading, I'm trying to load up a sound, oh, a, a sad, a, a sad track because my final episode is very. It's very near and dear to my heart. Sad royal Better be royalty free because I don't I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Can you hear this? Thank God I pay for YouTube premium. We can't hear can't anything. Hear I can't hear anything. No. Nothing yet? No. Wow. Maybe that's a sign. I guess. I guess you shouldn't be paying for anything. <laughs> it's not really. Be, I think it's like my. It's, I think it's like my podcast. Uh, uh, can you can you hear this? You know what? Send me the no. track. I'll put you under what you want to say. Say what you're saying. Okay, I'll send you the track. Okay, so basically, in the summer of twenty, you know where I'm going with this. Right? Not really. Okay. Like not at all. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> I have, I, I have no clue where you're going. Let me land. <laughs> okay, in March 2022, HBO gave us a beautiful show about brotherhood, friendship, sports, rivalry, black men that are really tall. Some white men that are really uh, tall, but ultimately not great at sports. It is called Winning Time, the LA Dynasty, the rise of the LA Dynasty. And in the second season, we got... Season 2, Episode 6, also known as Beat LA. Beat LA. Beat is that Episode 6? Yeah. Beat oh. Remember, I think we only had seven in the season. Oh, yeah, we but did. Like, yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Yeah. It was honestly some of the best, best writing I've seen in my life. Just for a show like that. And I think what made it worse was the fact that um the next episode was the last episode and the show got cancelled prematurely. Sad. Wait, episode six is is that like the one that we kind of go through like the eighty three season? Yes. Well n- no. The episode seven goes through the eighty eighty three season mostly because no. Are you sure? episode seven is the one that just focuses on the finals now between Boston and there's one that kind of does like a month out of the entire season. Like we see them win and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure episode episode six we see them win and then they lose Banky, the final again. Listen to me, you, you don't you don't know what the fuck <laughs> that's, you're talking that, about. So can I just can I just can I do my? You can show? do your show. I very <laughs> often don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So that that, that tracks. Uh, yeah, no, I, I know that's why. That's why you said it. Try trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to just trying to run my episode. Um, <clears throat> so basically. Lakers are just coming off of a recent championship. They're losing like motherfuckers. Norm just got terrible news about how Jerry Boss is trading him. Um, um, Boss is being, I think she's being, he's being taken for everything he's got by Honey, who I loved, by the way, for the season. She does seem like <laughs> a really wholesome stepmother, but also that might just be due to 
how much porn I consume. I'm kidding. Jesus relax, Christ. Relax, relax. Relax. It's a joke. I'm a comedian. It's a jokey joke. Jokey, jokey, joke. Anyway. Um, Matt Bright. <laughs> oh, don't. How dare you? How dare you? It's How a joke. Joke. Uh, uh, <laughs> joke. It's a joke. Nah, but it's just like seeing the, the Lakers go through like a bunch of stuff. You see the Celtics go through all their stuff. And like, it's a historical moment between the two teams. They're like just facing, looking forward to, forward to facing each other at the, you know, playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then the Celtics lose. Mm -hmm. And they start a chant mm -hmm. for the team that beat them. Mm -hmm. And they say, Banky? Beat early. Beat which is an insane thing to do how can you how can your fans be chanting in the stadium after they just lost that the opposing team should go I, and beat their it's so it's like how how much of a hater are you <laughs> no, no, generational they hated, they hated and I think it's, it's probably the only time like the Celtics didn't try and physically assault members of a team that had just beaten them <laughs> probably yeah they had more important because things they like, just, you need to go and actually beat these guys they had just given them an assignment <laughs> And obviously, um, I think what I really like about it is that the Lakers see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And what do they say? Fuck Boston. Come on. And I, oh, I love that scene so much. Pure Adam McKay storytelling. It's just aggressive and like Ugh. funny, but also like it doesn't sacrifice the emotional stakes of the moment. It's his pure charisma in the form of TV. So you guys are saying I have to go watch this season now because I oh, didn't you have plan to watch on. the show. It's good. Wait, you watched the first season? I watched the first season, but I didn't plan and on you watching the, the season. first season. I liked yeah. the first season, but so why didn't you I watch didn't the first plan season? <laughs> because I saw it was cancelled. I was like, man, <laughs> I got to love my play right now. I'll get to it when I get to it. I wasn't really planning on watching it, but now you guys have made it sound cool. It is cool. It's very. So cool. I'm gonna watch it. If I'm anything, gonna go watch it, I would say. Winning time is a fucking cool show, and I have a lot cool. of friends who are into sports yeah. and they don't really watch the show. And I think they don't really watch it because it got cancelled or... I don't know, they just haven't gotten around to it. But I've told them, listen, you guys are cool guys. You like sports. They're cool shows about sports. Watch the fucking show. Yeah, they're cool guys, man. But I think they've just seen too many 30 on 30 documentaries from ESPN. And they think they know everything about that era. But it's like, no guy. It's the truth, but they've like embellished other parts to make it more fun. Go and fucking watch the show. I don't know, TMT. I respect you so much. Hmm. you're like top five people I respect in my life but I do think the episode you're describing is not episode six I think it's episode five you're describing oh shit, shit quite, quite I mean I'll do my research after, after we record this but I just feel like it's episode five you're describing like the episode, the episode six titled Beat LA but I think the episode where they actually said it for the first time was episode five holy shit I'm sorry is that, I, I take everything I've said back no I mean <laughs> the, con the content still stands it's just, I think it's just the episode number that is different Right, but right, I'll, right. obviously I'll, I'll, I'll confirm it when, I, when, when I'm doing editing but yeah, everything's you can, just, you can I'll send you like voice samples of my voice so you can just you post it on the parts where no, I said no I'm, gonna, I'm not going to yeah. change anything everything's this is all going to stay in hey, this is all going to stay in it's going to change the title of the graphics what's going on okay I think we need to wrap up because people are clearly <laughs> I need people to think that I know what I'm talking about so I can't have you just going around willingly just editing okay wait do you Okay, honestly, do you want to do yeah. it again? No, 100%. <laughs> okay, so <I'm> <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh just kidding. It's a jokey joke. It's a jokey joke. We've actually, guys, we've just put out 15 episodes of TV. Hey. And I think nice. all of them How long came did it take out us? before June. An hour and a half. Um, um, not Fargo. When did Foundation come out? Oh, okay. Foundation. Oh, yeah, Fargo as well. Mm. No, I think okay, Foundation was mm. probably summer. Foundation was probably summer. It was summer, mm-hmm. but I don't remember when in the summer. It feels like summer. Uh, but okay, any final? But I did off? think about that. A lot of my favorite episodes were like in the first quarter, not even first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Maybe it's first like half. Yeah. I thought I'll talk about it when I'm doing my top ten. But like, it's all that Emmy's rush, isn't it? That Emmy's window. Um, any final shoutouts before I wrap up? I don't have any final shoutouts, but I like I like to get into a little conversation before we head out. Okay, let's let's get into it. Yeah. People are talking so much shit about the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith and it's pissing me off because the actual film is not fucking good. <laughs> I mean, it's that not makes a sense. good movie. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> He's a worldwide international assassin. She's a super spy for a fucking spy agency that walks out of, a fuck, out of the fucking World Trade Center or some bullshit. They would World know Trade who the fuck they were dating. <laughs> it's a stupid ass premise. I'm sorry, boy. It is. The one thing about spies is that they have fucking intelligence. Intelligence. It's a CIA. Central. Guys, <laughs> stop it. It's a bad film. It's a bad film. It is. It is. They are sexy. Granted. I was yes. going to say, but TMT, they're yeah, hot. It's so, <laughs> it's so weird, though. I like... People forget how bad this film was. It no, wasn't good. Not, uh, no, I, this one was like... Actually, I re- it's not supposed to I be re- good. I rewatched it recently. I think when I had COVID. Why? Because I had COVID. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I haven't watched this in a long time. I, I love how you said like you had COVID. Like that was a good reason for doing <laughs> yeah. anything. But go on, please. It's like a COVID um, brain. Oh. Yeah. So I think... <laughs> you're right. The premise is... The movie is dumb. The movie yes. fully coasts on their Bad hotness film. and their chemistry. Yes. 100%. There's nothing else. But like... Isn't that good action? We, we need to have movies like that. We need to have movies like that. My, I do agree with you though because I think that everybody's talking shit about this movie based on the fact that they're not as hot as Brad and Angelina. Yeah. And I'm like, we're here talking about... We're here to watch this TV show, man. Like, can we just behave ourselves? Everybody's like, oh, this would probably most likely be a better piece of entertainment than Mr. and Mrs. Smith as in terms of like... Look, mate. Look, look. That's, yeah. that's for people's pockets. Because if they're not... If they're not hot, they're not hot. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I feel I'm not going to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith if they're not hot. And that's just facts, man. Well, like, they can win Emmys. They can win Golden Globes. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas, it's true. So, it was, it was, a, different, it was a different title. It was a different title. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with a different title, it makes more sense. Yeah. I think the title really fucks Everyone Everyone's just being rude, man. And nobody else How do you guys end up supporting cast? For fuck's sake, man. The, it's insane. It looks like the sporting cast of the fucking bear, bro. It's like insane. It like does. just guess like stars. Paul it's Dano. Uh, I think Sarah Paulson is there. Sarah Michaela Paulson, Cole, yeah. Um, mm. John Turturro. Yeah, like what's Hellboy's name? Ron Perlman. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with both of you. I agree with you, TMT, that people are being too harsh on it. And also, I also agree that the movie is just mostly hot people, and that's fine. We need that. In our in our no, cinema, we don't. yes we do. Come yes, on, we do. Of course yes, we, we do. do. People need dumb stuff. No, it's I agree fun. with you about dumb stuff. I think, I think, I think you guys are right. Yes, people need dumb stuff. But like that movie, <sighs> I don't nobody know has ever called it a classic. TMT. <laughs> do you do you remember when Buster Rhymes did a parody of that, of that no. movie into a song? A music, <laughs> which music? I love my baby. Yeah, I love my. Girl. Oh shit! I, love I my remember. Baby. Yeah, yeah, and he said, yeah. 
Yeah, it's insane. You should watch it after. But like, anyway, but goddamn, I don't agree with just, you. It's not. It, I, I just hate that. Like they're holding, because like Maya is a super fucking talented actor. Mm-hmm. Donald is a great actor slash writer. He's not a great actor, but he's a good actor. Great, great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, he has taste. He's producing this thing. The people involved objectively just have more talent than I guess actually both <laughs> Angelina on, Jolie and Brad both Jolie and oh my guy um, said objectively and Pitt yeah no just those are, just those are great actors let's be honest how bad let's respect ourselves no no yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I realized they're both hot but they're yeah both they're both Oscar Oscars. winners <laughs> yeah they're, they're also really they're good Oscar they're also winners. really good as their jobs I would say I, that everyone was, working I guess, behind the camera on this is better uh, I don't actually know anything about who directed who dir- or produced I, I, I Doug Liman. Like Do- I feel like Doug Liman. It was yeah. Doug Liman. I fucking knew it. I knew <laughs> but it. He's like a f- all those wide shots of all those wide shots of the desert. I knew it was that fucking. He's like a fifty-fifty guy. He's like Edge of Tomorrow, but also like the movie with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Didn't he do like the first Bourne movie? Yeah, like he's he has one great, one terrible, one great, one terrible. He also did um, Swingers. He has some like good the shit. Little, yeah, like Little on Morning Show. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that, that that one with Tom Holland and Desiree, that's a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, I didn't see that. I can't see I haven't watched it. Okay. Um, he directed Jumper. Sorry. <laughs> he did Jumper. He did Jumper. Oh my God. He's really all over the you map. See, you see, Jumper yeah. actually tracks with like <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It makes sense. It makes sense that whoever directed Mr. and Mrs. Smith also then but, did but Jumper. But Edge of Tomorrow? That just means he got a little better. No, but he the Bond first Bond film was two thousand and what? Was also really good. That's fair. Yeah, he's That's he's fair. really like up you know, and down. You know, he's he's he just directed that um, Jake Gyllenhaal Roadhouse movie. Oh, <laughs> the one that he was a UFC for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, also, a lot of his movies involve white men with like short hair. Like, is that his Nolan army sh- version? He actually did yeah, jump like army short hair. Yeah, he did jump up. Mad. Okay, let's wrap up the others. We're going to be talking for another hour plus. Um, guys, thank you very much. That was a really long episode. It was a long episode, but it was fun. It was really fun. You're a long episode. I try. Um, hey. Guys, please, next week, Chinasa will be here talking about the bear. Um, Which Chinasa? Anukam. Chinasa Anukam of Is This It Taken and Conversation with Friends fame. Wow. She was on Problem I once. TMT, also. it's currently... It's currently the middle of January. Is there anything that you want to send our listeners to go watch or listen that you've done recently? Um, Problem Man Season 2. The first episode has Chinasa and Santi together. It's very beautiful, passionate, and just like, it's a great episode. And um, what else do Why I is have passionate? coming out? Um, because because it's just fucking, and Santi. Like, it's fucking funny. Just like, they're both really into the show and like what they're talking about. And it's just nice to watch. Um, also, what else? I think Mr. and Mrs. Smith will be out. No, I think it, I think it's Feb or March. Yeah, maybe Feb, but like you know, I don't know. Support that, okay? <laughs> uh, and in a couple of weeks, we'll all be back talking about my top ten list. Um, TV this year looks fun. House of Dragon will come back. Industry will be back. Uh, the boys will be back. So I assume that I will wrangle both TMT and EO back on this podcast back. at some point. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Please check out all our and- stuff. And subscribe. Also, Banky, I want to I want to thank you for how much you paid me for this episode. You're very, I you're very like for prices. Can we keep while, it? But like, it's just nice. Thank you. Keep it a bit. I want to say the amount. Yeah. I want to say the amount for four thousand. But I, it was great. It was a great thank you. You're welcome. Damn. Um, thank you for my own payment too. It was four five, but like you know, you just know me a little longer. This is why I don't want the numbers out there. 
Sorry. We don't have like what a whole thing about how. What did he just say? Nothing. And thank you guys very much for listening. Join us next week, and I'll be joined by Oscar winner Daniel Kalia. Bye, guys. So I the mean, next, next, next film will make money. Next film will not have Babinheimer to fight with. True. That's fair. Unless, the next film will make there's, money. A sequel, there's a sequel of both. Which would be not <laughs> good happened? for the human race. What happens in Oppenheimer too? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what more can he do? <laughs> what can he do Oppenheimer too? <laughs> He's done a lot already. What more can he do? You know the Oppenheimer family is also like a large family. Like they have a South African branch and they're like massive. Wait, so what is this like a citadel thing? Are we going there? Is it like Elon Musk? Hey, man. Is it Elon in Musk and Oppenheimer? <laughs> <laughs> My name is written. Don't do this. Don't don't do no. this. Don't do this. I shouldn't do um, a South African no, accent. Please don't do it. Okay. I, am I next? <laughs>